how do you structure your day for maximum productivity? This is an off-the-cuff discussion with The Godfather and Nikki G on this episode of The Inside BS Show. Hey now, I am The Godfather of Growth, Dave Lorenzo, and I'm here with my favorite partner, Nicola Gellarmino. Hi, Nikki G. How are you today? Hi, Dave. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing terrific, thank you. So, Nicola, you have about 16 different jobs. You always have like 20 different things going on. I want you to take a minute right now and just walk the people in the audience through your typical day. And then I'm going to ask you a couple of questions about how you handle stuff from a productivity standpoint, from a stress standpoint, because you're a litigator, you're an entrepreneur, you're a gym rat, you're a wife, you're a really good friend. So what, what does it look like when Nikki G starts her day? How do you start your day? Typical day starts with waking up, getting some exercise. That is... So, yeah. Do you exercise at home? Do you go to the gym? What do you do? Uh, I, it varies. It depends on the day. If I'm pressed for time, then at home. If I have the time, I'll go to the gym. Okay. And like your, do you, do you organize your workout routine in advance? Do you decide, okay, today I'm doing like legs, tomorrow I'm doing like triceps and back. Like, do you, do you plan what your workout routine is or do you have the same routine that you do every day? Cause I know that that's your time to clear your mind. So how do you, how do you decide what you're going to do with your workout first thing in the morning? Decide in advance. I know. I know what day it's going to be based upon what workouts I've already done. That's easy. I've been doing this long enough that I already just think about it quickly, have enough um, experience so I just can quickly knock out a workout knowing, you know, what area it is. <laughs> okay. So one of the things that I know about working out and I apply this to business, I apply it to life is that the intensity you put into the workout determines how much benefit you get from the workout, right? So you're you're already fit. I would say you're probably at peak fitness. Do you go into each workout every day with like maximum intensity or do you go in like, you know, doing some stuff just to maintain and it's more of a mental thing than a physical thing? How do you how do you decide which is it? It depends on the day. I, it, I would love to say every day is maximum intensity. It's not. We're human. There are days I'm exhausted. I don't want to do it. But I know that's the best way for me personally to start my day because it clears my mind, because I feel better when it's done. So I make sure I do it. And it doesn't matter like what frame of mind I'm in. Sometimes my body is, decides what that day is going to look like in terms of exercise. But I know that I'm putting in the effort. I'm going to do it because it puts me in a better place. All right, so then you finish your workout routine and your, you know, your gym time is done. You, you know, take a shower, you clean up, and then you start to work. What does the beginning of your work day look like? How do you prepare yourself to go to work? Like, do you organize your stuff at night before so you know the minute you walk in you're productive? Or do you walk into the office and organize your stuff and then get going? My calendar is already set, so I know exactly what everything is scheduled is on my calendar and what I need to accomplish. But what I always do is I sit down in the morning, I take 10 minutes, and I come up with a task list. And that task list goes right on my desk. Because no matter what happens, there are a few things that I absolutely have to accomplish that day around my calls and appointments. And so it's there so I can check it off as I go through it to make sure I get it done. That way, when unanticipated things happen, and they always do, I can go back and make sure that I've caught up and ticked off everything that's on that list. Do you do you ever have or have you ever had a role or a job where 
your day as planned was the exact day that you were going to have. Because like for me, my day as planned, it could be exactly the way I want my day to go, right? So if I have three things on my calendar, I have those three things. And then I have, you know, some tasks that I need to do for specific projects or more than likely the biggest chunk of my day will be spent chasing a big goal that I have for the next 60 or 90 days. And that's the way my day goes. I very rarely have something that falls out of the sky. Nobody serves me, thank God, knock on wood with a, with a lawsuit or, you know, a client doesn't call with an emergency because there really are no consulting emergencies, right? Do you ever have a day that just goes exactly as it's scripted out or does every day have some variable to it that could just throw you off? I have some days that go exactly as planned. They are fewer than most days. Most days, no, I have the, the emails, the phone calls that I didn't anticipate and something that's popped up that has to be addressed. Okay, so when, when those things happen that pop up, how do you how, how do you manage the emotional overload that comes from an immediately stressful situation and then all the stuff that i had planned now can't get done like how do you manage that emotion because you are a very structured person so when that stuff comes out of nowhere how do you manage it how do you handle it you have to quickly reorder your priorities. So whatever it is that's getting done that day, you need to quickly decide, okay, what's number one? If it's that that emergency that came in, it has got to be done right then and there, then you know that's got to come first and you order what's coming after that. That way, if you don't get through it all, you know you've got through everything that absolutely had to get done that day and the things that maybe don't, you can at least push it to tomorrow, you will do so. Or maybe you need to get an extension on something, you will do so. But you've got to stop quickly do your priorities and then move forward. And I find if you just, if you can compartmentalize in that way, or you're just attacking one at a time, you'll get through them. That's how you manage the emotional aspect of it is don't think about all of it because you'll freeze. You really need to think about how am I going to get through each of these, especially the one that just came through that I didn't anticipate and think of it just as something you've got to attack, you know, get it done and move on. Do you multitask or do you just, do you just one thing and plow straight through? Depends on what it is. Um, if it's something where, you know, for example, I know it will take me an hour or two hours, then I've got to set that time aside. Because if you multitask and there's data behind this, you will be more inefficient. So you've got to be able to approach it in the way that is most efficient for you to have the most productive day. Hey, Nikki G, did you know you can also get our show as an audio podcast? Of course I know you can get the show as an audio podcast. I'm on it. But does our audience? I don't know. So those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Just search up the Inside BS Show with The Godfather and Nikki G, and you'll find us right there. Click the follow button so that you never miss a show. Now, there's a couple of reasons why you're going to want to do that. Nikki G, tell them what the first reason is. You get to ask us questions. That is exclusive to our podcast listeners. Yeah, we only answer listener questions on the audio version of the podcast. We don't do it on video. So if you want to hear what everyone's thinking or if you want to ask us a question, you got to download the audio podcast. The second reason and my favorite reason is because you can take us with you. You can have a little Nikki G in your pocket while you're working out in the gym, washing the dishes or walking the dog. I love me some Nikki G in my pocket when I'm walking the dogs. I don't know about you, Nicola, but that's one of my favorite things to do. 
Absolutely. Take us with you. After you watch this episode here on YouTube, go to wherever you get your podcast, click the follow button so we can go with you on your journey and you can ask us questions. We will see you or more like hear you there. Yeah. All right. So you, you're working through the morning. Do you have like a, there's a there's a, a work method called the Pomodoro method where you work in like 30 minute increments and then you take a 10 minute break or 50 minute increments and then you take a 10 minute break. Do you do you have some methodology that you use, particularly if you're drafting or if you're reviewing documents where you don't, you know, you don't hit the point of depreciating returns where, you know, I've been reading for three hours and I can't read anymore. How do you how do you structure that? Do you just plow right through it or do you do it in chunks? What, what's your method for getting through that work that requires intense concentration? Segments and breaks. So I tend to have a much longer period of focus where I know I won't lose it. So I'll knock that out for me. That's usually two, three hours. Take a break, come back do another two to three hours and approach it that way. You know, it depends on the person. So for you, that may be, you know, a window of 30 minutes. Maybe it's a window of an hour. It's like five minutes, yeah. But for our audience <laughs> out there, everyone has different windows. So you just have to know what yours is. And, and you know, because you start losing your focus, you're thinking about something else, you're checking an email. You know, some of our, our jobs require intense focus. Certainly the practice of law does, intense focus. So you've got to know what are my windows of productivity where I'm not starting to hit diminishing returns. Now, obviously, at the end of the day, I know exactly when that happens, but sometimes you still have to power through that. So just know what those windows are. Give yourself the quick breaks and you'll find as soon as you sit back down, you're already re-energized to continue. All right. So you go through your morning, you take your break here and there, you grab some lunch or whatever, and then you go through your afternoon, more of the same. When do you decide how your day ends because as an entrepreneur particularly if you know for me particularly if the kids have after school activities and my wife isn't around my day could go on for 16 17 18 hours consecutively so i have to decide when the end of my day is going to be and here's the reason why i have to decide when the end of my day is if i work straight through so i get up at sometimes three sometimes four in the morning and i get three hours of work done before 7 a.m I usually have a 7 a.m. meeting or a 7 a.m. phone call, and then I'll take a break, walk my dogs, and come back, do some project work, or take client calls, go to lunch, come back, do some project work, take client calls. Then I have to make a conscious effort to end my day, say, at 5 or 6 o'clock, because if I don't, my work is not as, it's not, the quality of my work is not as good. At the end of the day, when I'm tired, I can do the mindless work of deleting emails from my email inbox or organizing the office, making my to-do list for the next day. I can't do any writing. I can't shoot any videos. I can't do anything that requires any level of intense concentration. And when you get up at four o'clock in the morning, I hit that point at like five or six o'clock in the afternoon. I can take phone calls. I can host a meeting on Zoom if I need to but I can't do anything that requires intense focus or intense concentration. You, on the other hand, I've called you at like eight o'clock at night and you're still doing intense work. How does that work for you? How, how are you able to push through and intensely concentrate at like after five, after six, after you've been doing it for eight, nine, 10 hours? 
So there's two things there. First, um, I may be intensely focused on it, but it is not the highest intensity activity that I need to do that day. So just like you, I know that I start getting a little less sharp later in the day and, and definitely in the evening. I'm sharpest in the morning. So anything that requires the most intense level of focus, I'm knocking that out in the early part of my day. So I do, I prioritize throughout the day, depending upon the tasks um, that way, so that I know, you know my best efforts are spent on what I need the most, like, you know, energy and brain power for. Late in the day when I'm doing, yes, I can still have an intense level of focus, but it doesn't require as much mental intensity as the other exercises. So I'm doing that later in the day and I decide when to end my day by telling myself, this is what you need to get through today. But if I hit a point where I know I'm not being productive, then I will just, I will stop there. Occasionally that happens and I'll say, I am better off ending here and starting the next day early and fresh because I will be more productive then. Yeah, and then what I do after, so after all that's done, right? I have, have dinner with my family, watch the, you know, the baseball game with my son or play a board game with my daughter. Then at like 9.30, 10 o'clock, let's say, when everybody's just winding down right before bed, that's my time to jump on uh, Audible and go through an audio book. And I like to, when I'm listening to audio books, take notes. And that I can do when I'm fatigued and it doesn't, it doesn't make any, it, it doesn't have any impact or watch educational videos on YouTube, that sort of thing. What's not, what I don't do and what the trap that I don't fall into is dealing with like watching a TV show at like seven o'clock at night and, you know, having to get sucked into doing that for four or five hours. I'm constantly thinking of, what I can do to sharpen the saw. Now, if, if you know, me, meaning work on things that will benefit me from a pr productivity standpoint, from a health standpoint, from a, you know, things that I can learn or absorb from a business standpoint, and I love to do that, I would much rather do that than watch an episode of like The Bachelor or something along those lines. Now, of course, if there's, you know, a TV show or a movie that we wanna watch as a family and we all wanna watch it together, of course I'm gonna do that. But for me, that is how I kind of relax and unwind is by watching like a great YouTube video from somebody who's a, you know, a marketing genius and they're going to teach me the latest marketing technique or that sort of thing. What do you do at the end of the day to relax and unwind? So a signature end to my day is watching something and it's not, you know, hours of TV. I don't watch that much TV at all. I really don't. Um, I do kind of what you do when you come home. I watch the videos and other things that may help me with productivity. Um, but my my end of the day wind down that I that I always engage in is watching something that is mindless. It's fun. It will make me laugh. It will help relax me. So I'm not thinking about the day at all. Best chose for me to do that. Seinfeld. I'm not kidding. I'm still watching reruns. I absolutely love the show. Curb your enthusiasm. Ted Lasso. Something lighthearted. It's something that you know takes your mind off it. Like I said, it's it's um, just a great way to to take away the day and to just end it. There's uh, there's a theory, and that this is what we're gonna we're gonna uh, wrap this show on today. I want to get your opinion on this. There's a theory that uh, a gentleman by the name of Dan Sullivan has. He's the founder of Strategic Coach, which is an excellent coaching organization for entrepreneurs, and he has this theory of free days. And what free days are? It's just a, an entire day where, from the beginning of the day to the end of the day, from the time you get up in the morning to the time you go to bed at night, you don't do anything related to work. So maybe you, you know, go hiking or go boating or just go to the beach or hang out with your family. You turn off your phone, 
You don't check your email. You don't go anywhere near your office. And he says that makes you more productive when you have the days where you're where you're on, right? Where you're active. And he uses the analogy of an entertainer or an athlete, right? He says, imagine if like Taylor Swift had to do a concert every day for 150 days in a row. She doesn't do that. She does like two concerts in a row, then takes a day off. Or on this current tour, I think she's doing a concert, taking a day off, doing a concert, taking a day off. So every other day is a free day for her. So she can leave it all out on the stage when she goes out and performs. This is a concept that in theory I love, but I have never been able to embrace because I just get such anxiety of unplugging for an entire day. What are your thoughts on that concept of like free days, just walking away, getting away from it and having it improve your productivity? I think it is very effective. So I, I share this with you, Dave. I have struggled with relaxing and not having you know so much anxiety about not being productive when I do have time off. And so I've made a concerted effort over the last few years to when I have some time, take it, take the time off. For me, that that block where I could have a day where I'm not thinking about everything that's going on is it's spent at the beach or it's spent you know at the pool. And it might not be the whole day, it could be half a day. But like that's a time where I really can take that time, disconnect and reflect on other kind of broader things that are going on in my life, maybe what I want to be doing next. It's a great way for me uh, personally. It may be something different for you, but that time, there's a, there's a lot of value there to what you know that, that point is. It's take that time, see what it does for you. I mean, frankly, I think it's, it's really you know, a way to change your mindset and to get rid of that anxiety when you're just, you're not, you don't always have to be productive and it's not realistic. You can't always be productive. Alrighty, folks, that'll do it for this episode of the Inside BS Show. My name is Dave Lorenzo. I'm the godfather of growth, and you are... Nikki G. And we are back every day, every single day for you. We'll see you back here again tomorrow. Until then, here's hoping you make a great living and live a great life.